thinking about starting a business or maybe you're in the early stages of your business, then you're really going to enjoy my conversation today with podcast host Henneka Watkins-Porter as she shares her entrepreneurial adventure. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to another episode of More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I'm traveling south for a conversation with Henneke Watkins-Porter, who is an entrepreneur coach, an author, an international speaker, and the host of the Entrepreneur You podcast. Now, I got to tell you that this woman has interviewed some amazing people. And so when you're done listening to this podcast, you got to go over, you got to check out her library because she's talked to people like Richard Branson, John Lee Dumas, Patrick Carrick Brunson, Seth Godin, and many more. And so I am just thrilled, delighted, and honored to have Hanukkah join us today. How are you? I am great, Lorraine. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you too to your listeners for tuning in. Thank you. I think this is going to be fun. There are so many things that I know you can talk about, but I love the focus that you've got on entrepreneurs. And we were talking a little bit offline about kind of making that leap from a job where somebody else is paying you to the world of being an entrepreneur. And that's really where I want to focus today. Absolutely. So let's let's do it. So I quit my full-time job in 2011. I started my business on a part-time basis. That was in 2007, August 7, to be exact, of 2007. You know, I know my start date also. Isn't that funny? This kind of thing that entrepreneurs always remember. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and as I'm thinking about it, I remember I was doing really, you know, it was it was fun for me to do on the side, as it were. I was going along and I was getting excited. The business called Patwa Apparel, where we focused on Jamaican expressions and put the English interpretation on those. So it was really getting a lot of traction. I was going overseas. I was traveling a lot, you know, displaying the products and, you know, getting persons to be interested in the products getting the media, getting models, doing fashion shows. And it was really exciting stuff. And so I remember at one point how I began contemplating whether I'm going to go this thing full time. Initially, I really didn't have, once I got a good job, as it were, I didn't have any desire again, because I've always wanted to do a business. But once I got a full time job that I really love, well, not really love, but it was paying me well, I didn't have the <laughs> desire. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I had to I had to make the distinction. Right. So I didn't have the desire really to just go ahead and, and, and quit, you know, and, and to do my business full time. But then as I started doing it more and more and, and getting more involved, I realized that, no, I have to go. And I remember having this internal battle, Lorraine, as to do I quit my job? I mean, it's secure. I have health insurance, uh, paid sick leave, vacation, subsidized meals, and all of these things, right? Albeit, I did not enjoy what I was doing. I did not enjoy my full-time job at all. Like, I felt grateful. I felt this amount of gratitude for having this job. It was one that nobody really quit that company, really, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I contemplated and contemplated, and eventually I had to quit, you know? And I'll, and I'll tell you, 
give you a, a few stories of how I ended up just quitting. I know we, we're, we're short for time, but one of the things I want to point out during that time of agony and, you know, going around and going around because I'm a very spiritual person, very faith-based. And so I was praying about it. And I remember getting the exact response. I'll cut out a lot of the details, but getting the exact response that says, go ahead and do what you want to do because the Lord is with you. And eventually I quit and I have not looked back since. You know, I have a very similar story where I had a really good job and it was the job that I always wanted. It it had the vice president title. It had the big office and the big staff. And I hated my life Mm. and had an opportunity to walk away. And 17 years later, I have not looked back. I do miss the fact that there are things I have to do on my own that I used to be able to just hire, you know, or just delegate to someone else. But I'll do them if I get to continue to run my life the way I want to run it. Absolutely. You know, and when I when I decided that I was going to quit and so on, there are some things looking back in retrospect I should have had in place, which I didn't. You know, I I was more <laughs> interested in, in, in just starting my business because I was passionate about it, doing it full time. And even as I reflect, I thought to myself, one of the things I would not have done so quickly, Lorraine, was to find an outlet, like to have a physical space. You know, at this point in my life, in my business, on my entrepreneurial journey, what I'd rather do is to work online. I don't want to be confined to a space, you know. Yeah. And that is one of the biggest lessons I've learned. And because what it did for me was expended a lot of resources that I could have elsewhere invested in the business. It's really good advice. Taking advantage of what you can do online before you commit to physical space. Absolutely. What else would you recommend to someone starting out that they do or maybe not do? For sure. Like one of the things when I look back, even the reason why I went into a space is because I wanted to feed my ego. Oh, I have a store, you know? And so it is very important that we understand the reason why we're getting into business and understanding the reason that we're doing things, the motive or why it needs to be stronger than, oh, it has, you know, it's, it's nice to have a store and it authenticates, I, I would say, in a lot of instances that it's a legitimate business. But at the same time, there are other ways that you can get around it. Another thing I'd love to talk about is the fact that plan is very important. No, I'm going to go on record and say that I'm not the biggest right now. At one point I was, but I'm not the biggest proponent of a business plan. I am not because a business plan is one of the things Mm -hmm. that sounds so almost technical and and, and off-putting. I do agree, however, that you must have a Mm -hmm. plan in place. And the business model canvas is what I'm a big advocate for because that breaks down to you all the resources that you're going to be needing for all the various areas of a business. You know, whether it's going to be sales and marketing, who are you going to be partnering with? Who are you looking to to be your, your customers and who your suppliers are going to be? So a business model canvas is what I'm more an advocate for as opposed to a business plan, which as we know it, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it contains the same information. It's just how it's worded and and presented. You know, when I started Roundpeg, one of the things that I actually did was I wrote business plans for companies that were starting up. And I always asked them why they were writing the plan. Because a lot of companies are writing it to get financing. And so you have to have a certain plan for that. And other companies were hoping to get investors and they didn't want loans. Well, you got to have a different kind of spin on it. And other companies were like, no, I just want this to run my business. And I think 
particularly when you're in that third model, when you're just trying to kind of organize your thoughts and ideas, that business model canvas mm, is a great way absolutely. to go. Or even a pitch deck. So we've got a plan. We are taking our ego out of this a little bit, and we're really questioning why you want to do things and why do you need the store or the brochure or, or whatever it is. One last tip for that startup entrepreneur. What should they do or not do? All right. So I want to talk about one another do's, right? Another do. And for me, initially, I tried to find a way of getting uh, mentorship through organizations. It wasn't official mentorship or coaching, but I looked to companies and business service organizations that were able to provide the, you know, the expertise to me and to the support. Because the truth is, I'm not from a family of entrepreneurs. I had no experience when I decided to just jump right out into that deep end, right? And I, I just went, full into it. But I recommend without hesitation and, and reservation that right now for anybody who is thinking about going into business, it is absolutely important that you find a mentor. If you're not able to, to find a coach, find somebody who's able to give you guidance because you cannot discount the value of experience that somebody else who has been there, done that, can share with you. And so that you're able to to eliminate and to avoid some of those mistakes that those persons would have beforehand uh, made as a result of, you know, their own experience and, and all of that. So it's very important that we, we get guidance through mentorship, read a lot, read books, read everything in terms of, you know, business ideas, self-help. I am a big proponent of reading. Of course, you don't have to believe everything that you're going to read, but that opens your mind and allows you to think much more clearly. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Annika, I cannot believe how quickly the time has flown by. You have just crammed so much good information into just oh a, such God, a short conversation. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I warn people that the 10 minutes goes fast yeah, and I don't like... think they ever believe me. I am sure that my audience is going to want to hear more from you. And so we're going to link to your podcast and to your website from all of our show notes. So when people are done listening here, they can hop over to the Entrepreneurial You podcast and catch a little bit more of you. Oh, that is so kind of you, Lorraine. Thank you. Thank you again. Absolutely. My pleasure. If you have enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to learn more about marketing and topics related to entrepreneurs, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz and share this episode. Share it with a friend, a coworker, or a peer, and invite them to join the conversation too. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.